Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So if you're anything like me, you may have found yourself battling perfectionistic tendencies. Oh my goodness, this was the story of my life for so many years. And if I'm not careful, those tendencies can come back even today. Perfectionism is so deceitful because it seems like it's a good thing. I mean, who doesn't want to be a good athlete? Who doesn't want to get good grades? Who doesn't want to be the best trumpet player? Who doesn't want to be the best that you possibly can be, right? However, there's a difference between striving to be the best that you can be and feeling like you need to be perfect. And as I shared, this was the story of my life. If you look at my handwriting today, most people who look at my handwriting, they always say, oh, wow, you have such nice handwriting. It's like you typed it. Well, let me tell you, there's a reason why my handwriting looks like it does today. Because when I was in school and I had to take notes, if I messed up even one time, maybe I wrote the wrong word or maybe it looked a little sloppy to me, I would go back home and rewrite every single one of those notes again. And sometimes it took me hours upon hours to do that because I had messed up so many times. Another time when perfection really got a hold of me was when I was in band. And if I played the wrong note, I would get so mad at myself and I would be like, what's wrong with you? And it would just cause me so much frustration and so much stress and so much anxiety. I felt like I had to be perfect all the time. I read a statistic recently that said that the majority of teen girls by the age of 13 feel like they cannot fail at all. I know perfectionism is a huge thing that many of us battle every single day. So what is perfectionism? Perfectionism is an intense need to look perfect or to attain perfection. So what does perfectionism look like? You are an all or nothing person. Oh my goodness, this was so me. (laughs) You either go all in with something to the point of obsession, or you won't do anything at all because you are afraid that you'll mess up, or that you don't know how to do it, and so it'll stop you. Perfectionism also looks like being very critical about yourself and beating yourself up mentally. That was me for so many years. (laughs) Ladies, if you're listening to these and you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is me. Yeah, it was me too. Every single one of these. That's how I can talk about this because I've been there. Another thing that perfectionism looks like is you are determined to get things done because you're afraid of failure or you set your goals so high that there's no possible way that you can achieve them, but you're going to try. Another thing that perfectionism looks like is whenever somebody criticizes you and not in a bad way, maybe they're just trying to help you become better at something, you take it personally instead of constructively. 
Perfectionism also looks like not liking who you are a lot of the time. So there are three main parts to us, who we are. We are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. These are also three areas that we can get caught up in perfectionism. What does perfectionism look like in our spirit? That's our walk with God. Maybe you miss a day reading the Bible and you think, well, might as well not even read it. That's that all or nothing mentality we just talked about. Or maybe you read your Bible just to check it off. It's another thing that's done. Okay, it's done. Got that finished. Now I can go on to the next thing. Or it looks like not praying in public because you're afraid that you'll mess up. It's being afraid of what others will think of you. It's comparing your walk with God to somebody else's walk with God and thinking that you don't measure up or thinking that they need to grow in their walk with God. It also leads you to a place of never feeling satisfied. You didn't read your Bible long enough. You didn't pray long enough. You didn't worship long enough. And it gets you into this mindset of like, oh man, I read the Bible for 30 minutes Say I should have read it for 45 minutes. These are all symptoms of perfectionism. All right, so what does perfectionism look like in your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions? It leads to comparison on almost every single level. You walk into a room, you instantly compare yourself to somebody else. You're overthinking all the time. Maybe you said something or you did something wrong or not perfectly, and then you just continue to beat yourself up inside your mind over and over and over again, thinking, man, this is what I should have said. This is what I should have done. Why didn't I do that? Or it can look like reading too much into something that somebody else said, so much so that you can't stop thinking about it. Or it can look like maybe you forgot to do something and it weighs down on you and it keeps you up at night and it wakes you up at two o'clock in the morning. You're like, why didn't you do this? You should have done this. So what does perfectionism look like in our bodies? And I probably don't even have to go into this one because you probably all know what that looks like. It looks like comparing yourself to those around you. Notice that comparison. I've said that over and over and over again. Comparison is a key indicator of perfectionistic tendencies. Or maybe when you look in the mirror, you feel like you're not good enough. You don't look good enough. Your complexion is terrible. Like you just notice all of these flaws about yourself that are not perfect. You feel like you have to have the perfect body size, the perfect complexion, the perfect hair, the perfect makeup, the perfect clothes. And you have these unattainable body ideals about yourself. And it just leads you to a place of bondage. As we go through these different symptoms of perfectionism, you may have realized that every single one of these symptoms leads you to a place of where you feel like you're locked inside of a prison. And this is why perfectionism is such a problem. Perfectionism is suffocating. It wears away at your peace and it robs you of joy. Perfectionism keeps you from being the best version of yourself. You always feel like you'll never measure up. It's a lonely place. Many times people with perfectionistic tendencies, are so focused on getting the results that they desire that they miss the whole process in between. They're so stuck on not being perfect or they're so stuck on looking so perfect that you miss the whole process, the whole journey of getting where God wants you to be. God uses our journey that we walk through to help us to build character and to learn to trust in his faithfulness. When we focus so much on ourselves and the need to be perfect, we push God away and basically say to him, we don't need you. We've got this on our own. And that's why perfectionism leads to anxiety and frustration. 
Because without God, we are not free. But God wants you to be free. So if perfectionism is such a crazy thing, why is it that we struggle with it? Perfection is rooted in fear. The fear of rejection, the fear of acceptance, the fear of getting something wrong, the fear of someone seeing the real you. So we've talked a lot about the negative sides of perfection. If this is you, if this is something that you have been struggling with, I get it. I've been there. So how do we overcome perfectionism? The first thing I want to encourage you to do is focus on excellence, not perfection. Excellence is doing the best that you can do and being satisfied with a job well done. You are imperfect, but you are accepted by a God who is perfect. Second Corinthians 12, 9, God is telling us his grace is sufficient for you for his strength is made perfect in your weakness. It is okay to not be perfect. It is okay to have weaknesses, but to turn to God and let his grace fill in that space so that he can use us to make a difference. His grace is sufficient for you. And ladies, this might free you up as well. God sees us as perfect, not because of what we have or have not done, not because of who we are, but because of what Jesus has done for us and who he is. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. And ladies, I want you to know that God has made you free from perfection. He has made you free from bondage. Now just receive it. Galatians 5 1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. You have been made free. Don't go back. If you find yourself beating yourself up because you weren't perfect, or you find yourself taking way too long to do a simple task because you have to do it perfectly, stop yourself right there. Turn and thank God and say, God, I thank you that I am free from this bondage. I'm free from this prison. I'm free from this slavery. Ladies, God uses imperfect people. He does not need us to be perfect. Think about it. Moses was a murderer before God used him. Peter used foul language and denied Jesus three times. Paul killed Christians before God used him. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. When we step into perfection, we're basically telling God we don't need him that we've got this. Hebrews 12, 2 tells us to get our minds off of ourselves and look to Jesus. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. You'll see in verse one where it says, lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. A weight is not necessarily a sin. It's something that holds you back. Perfectionism holds you back. He's saying, get rid of it. Lay it aside. You don't need it. All right. So how do you overcome perfectionistic tendencies? Number one, reframe your thinking. Start speaking life over yourself. Instead of pointing out all the things that you do wrong and all the things that others do wrong, start speaking life. Psalm 139.4 says, I praise you, God, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it well. Turn to God and thank him. Thank him for who you are. 
When you find yourself criticizing yourself, when you find yourself beating yourself up, stop yourself immediately and turn and thank God for his goodness. Turn and thank God that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. The way that we reframe our thinking is by changing our thoughts, changing our words. Change those thoughts and line them up with the word of God. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. The patterns of this world include perfection, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When it says perfect, it means mature. It does not mean that you have to be perfect. Number two, ladies, be satisfied with the job well done. If you did your best and maybe it didn't come out as amazing as you thought it would, but you did your best, be satisfied with it. Number three, walk by faith. Hebrews 11, it says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation of the things we hope for, being proof of the things we do not see. Ladies, walk by faith. Choose to trust God. He's got you in this. When you're feeling frustrated or stressed out, or you're feeling like you're not good enough because you're not measuring up because it's not perfect, run to God. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, and this is in the message translation of the Bible. I don't normally recommend this version of the Bible as your main source of reading because it is a paraphrase. It's not actually how the Bible is translated, but I love how it's written. And it says, and this is Jesus speaking. And he says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Religion is just a bunch of rules and things like that. That's not what Christianity is. Christianity is a relationship with God. And he's saying, are you burned out on religion because you're trying to check off the boxes and do everything right? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Ladies, trust God. Go to him if you're feeling stressed out, burned out, worn out because you've been trying so hard and you feel like you're in such a place of just anxiety and depression and just a dark, dark place. Go to God. Give it to him. He will help you walk through this. 1 Peter 5, 7 in the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible says, casting the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all of your worries, all of your concerns once and for all on him because God cares for you affectionately and he cares about you watchfully. That phrase casting the whole of your care means to quickly toss it, give it away quickly. Don't keep it. God loves you. He's there for you. He does not want you struggling. He does not want you in a place where you feel like all these anxieties and all these worries and all these concerns because you have to have it perfect. God wants you to give it to him. And as Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Ladies, I hope that this message helped you today. I know it's something that I definitely needed a refresher course on myself, but I just want you to know that God is there for you and he loves you so much. All right. So as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredibly God made me. And ladies, that someone else may be yourself. 
All right, ladies, one quick announcement. If you are in the Nashville, Tennessee area, I want to invite you to join me for the Godfidence Conference coming up Saturday, October 1st. I would love to meet you in person. If you would like more information, head on over to godfidenceteens.com and get signed up there. All right, ladies, have an amazing week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.